One of the, the questions we wrestled with the most is how to handle haters in the comments. Uh, and so on social media, what do you do with the haters? Because the reality is that the, the more impact and influence your church has, you're going to get haters. And so whether that's people that have left your church because they're upset, whether that's people that just attack your church uh, for, for whatever reason or for your stance on a certain circumstance or issue, um, your church is likely to get attacked. Your pastor is likely to get attacked. You personally uh, might, might get attacked on social media through the comments or through direct messages. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and I am joined by my new co-host, Aaron Magnuson. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. So happy to be here. Yeah. So Aaron uh, is is not new to the podcast. He's been a guest many times, and we've had already several other conversations. But as you probably recently heard in one of our recent podcasts, is Nick Runyon uh, took a new position, a new corporate position, an exciting position with PFL and is doing some awesome things there. And he'll continue to be on the podcast regularly, uh, but he's not able to continue as a co-host. And so Aaron uh, has been generous to commit to and uh, to being the new co-host of this podcast. So we have gone through a lot of leadership here. I didn't start the podcast. DJ Chuang started the podcast. And then Jay and I, uh, Jay Cranda, uh, and I took uh, the baton from there. And then Jay, you know, has taken on so much with his role at Saddleback Church and really leading the conversation around online church. And, uh, and then Nick jumped in a couple of years ago, and, and now Aaron is taking that baton from Nick. And so we want to continue uh, to, to help churches maximize social media in this conversation. And uh, we've got some exciting plans for uh, 2020. We won't get into those yet, uh, but, but we really have some exciting things ahead for this year. Um, and some really, we want to get practical on this podcast. We want to give you some practical takeaways, some practical advice as to how you can better use social media to, to impact your community and, and to grow your church and, and disciple and do evangelism and uh, all the things that your church does. Social media can obviously be integral to all of those things. So today uh, we want to talk about an issue. And I was recently with um, a church that I've, I've had the privilege of serving for several years, Prestonwood Baptist Church in, in Dallas, Texas yesterday. And got a lot of insights from a presentation I did with their staff. And one of the, the questions we wrestled with the most is how to handle haters in the comments. Uh, and so on social media, what do you do with the haters? Because the reality is that the, the more impact and influence your church has, you're going to get haters. And so whether that's people that have left your church because they're upset, whether that's people that just attack your church uh, for, for whatever reason or for your stance on a certain circumstance or issue, um, your church is likely to get attacked. Your pastor is likely to get attacked. You personally uh, might might get attacked on social media through the comments or through direct messages. Aaron, what what do you do? What do you do? What's your immediate thought of how to respond to the haters on social media? Yeah, I think the first thing that I think of is this isn't uh, an if it happens, it's a yeah. when it happens. Yeah. And so uh, this is a really important conversation because you need to have a plan. Yes. And it's really important that you're thinking that way and, and thinking about it in an expectant way. Um, and it's also important to realize uh, that you can 
deal with it, that it's not the end of the world and it's not going to sink your church, your organization, your mission, whatever that is. Um, But it's probably important as well. and, And Nils, you'll be able to speak in this a little bit more than me, but categorizing maybe where or drawing the line, where are, when does it cross the line where it actually probably needs to be deleted, not just responded to, uh, yeah. but what is okay to respond to? Um, because I think that there's a ton of value and this would be, um, I think probably the, the important take that rebuttals the misconception of this is going to kill us Yes, would be that, there's a lot of value and fruit that can come from responding to a negative comment. And so I think even before we start jumping into this conversation, it's recognizing that um, you need to have a voice and you need to be present and both for the good and the bad. Uh, But if you're not present at all, and maybe you're only responding to the negative, uh, you're only uh, giving off a defensive posture. um, It's just really important that, social media is continued to be viewed. This was true years ago and it is still true in 2020 that social media is a conversation. Uh, And so you as an organization need to be active in that. And so you'll be able to deal with the haters better if you are constantly engaged in the conversation. Uh, So be preemptive. I think that's my, the first thing that I would say, be proactive and pre uh, prescriptive, not, um, not responding with, with band-aids when it, when it actually happens. Uh, yeah. But as far as like maybe where you would categorize the two things, Nils, I'd be curious for you to weigh in. Uh, so my advice would be, uh, think about this ahead of time. I'm curious, yeah. where would you draw the line? Where, because we want to get real practical. How yeah. far is too far? Uh, and what stuff maybe would you respond to? And if you have examples of those things, that would be, that'd be good. Yeah, you know, I, I think practically, I, th- I think your, your advice is probably the most important to start with because if you're not listening on social media, uh, you're never going to hear the haters. But if you're not That's listening true. on social media, you're missing the most valuable part of social media is you have the opportunity as a, as a pastor, as a ministry leader to hear what people are saying and, w- and what's going on in people's lives and uh, to know what's going on in your community. And so you've got to be listening to do that. And when you listen, you're going to hear that negative feedback. And so it is a critical aspect of social media. You cannot just talk and ignore the conversations back. Um, and so as you listen, I think there's a few few things you can do. I think you can naturally, you know, delete comments. You can ignore comments. You could argue with comments. Yep. But I think it starts with the mindset. And, and Gary Vaynerchuk, and he's not the guy that I would expect to give wisdom to church leaders in this re- realm, but I actually heard him in, in a recent um, video that, that I was watching that, that he put out is how does he respond to haters? And he says with empathy and, mm. and, 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 and it was kind of a shocking response, but he said, I have to put myself in, in, in the, the seat of what, why would anybody be angry at me and want to say these terrible things to me? If they're saying those terrible things to me, I've got to assume that they're in such a deep, dark place themselves that I've got to have empathy for, for whatever is going on in their lives that they felt the need to watch my video and then send me such a mean comment uh, and, and to state that. And so I, I just have empathy. Now, I think we as, as ministry leaders can take that to the next level and, and let's first stop and pray for that individual because whatever happened, whatever that situation is, if it's, if it's not true, because some people say hateful things that are actually true or hurtful things that are actually true and call out, you know, I think that's, that's, good when, when actually people get called out for the truth. 
But when it's done just for the sake of hurt and hate, um, there's something deep that that's broken and hurt there. And I think we start with empathy and I think we start with prayer. Now with that, we need to respond. Um, and what we did at community Bible church and what we generally recommend to clients is, is not to publicly respond uh, to comments and messages. Now for reviews, you can't often delete those. So a public response is what's needed. Uh, but when it, when it comes to comments and messages, typically what we did at CBC is we would delete that comment, send that individual a direct message and say, we deleted your comment for these reasons. Um, we want you to know, you know we, did, we would have an appropriate response for that individual of why we deleted it, whether it was vulgar language, whether it was hurtful speech, whether we felt like they were trying to stir an argument. And we'd say, this is why we deleted it. Uh, we would love for you to continue to be a part of our community, but, but these are our kind of general rules for engaging on our page or on our, you know, with our Twitter account or whatever it might be, uh, we would have general rules. And so delete and privately respond. And then typically if there was a second issue, we would just ban them from being able to comment or message again. And so that was our kind of general rule of practice is uh, be slow to publicly respond. Uh, be quick to delete because it can be such a distraction. What can often happen is your church members will, will join an argument and, and that's not helpful either. They, they, they want to have your back if they're personally attacking you or they want to have their churches right. back. So deleting it, sending a, sending a private direct message, and then if the issue continues, banning them uh, from being able to engage. Again. Now there are public platforms like Twitter and things you can't control or they write it on their personal platform. And I think you have to address those situations, situation to situation. Now, there are times where, look, they've got 12 followers. They're just, they're wasting your time and theirs and even responding to them is only fueling them further. And so ignoring it is the right answer at times. So Aaron, I said that to say, I don't think there is the right answer. I think there is situational responses, but the, the general response for me with ministries has been delete and privately respond. So curious your thoughts there. Yeah, I, um, I guess initially that's that's a little bit surprising to me uh, that for most situations, not surprising that you would delete in private message. I certainly sign off on that. Um, but for the lower bar uh, stuff, maybe stuff that is seeming like it's coming from a good place or a genuine critique, I've always seen value in I guess I'm slower to hit the delete button, whether that's a, a post that wasn't as successful uh, as one thought it might be, uh, whether that's, um, you know, whatever it may be, I'm a little bit slower to delete because I see so much value in content being out there and discussion. However, yep. uh, as an organization, there's people who love your organization who are not going to be slow to speak, pray about it first, uh, and do some of those things. And so I, I certainly sign off on, you need to not just be thinking about the individual commenting, but who this is going to affect, because yeah. uh, as an organization, you're in charge of a family uh, yes. and your community would be synonymous with family. And there's going to be family members who are more offended and more hurt than you are as the, the one being attacked. So that that's wise. Um, but I do think uh, that in some cases there's uh, value, particularly if the, if the negative critique or if the comment that's seemingly negative isn't so um, trolly. Uh, that there's value in having the conversation publicly yeah. um, or having, having a representative, maybe not uh, directly from your 
church's page or your organization's page, but somebody uh, who would be a, a host or even a staff member uh, from their personal page, having, having that dialogue. So people can kind of see, Hey, look, they don't just uh, take, take the comment out behind the barn and shoot it yes. uh, to be, to be crass. Yeah. Um, but they, but we are willing to have these difficult conversations. Now, again, uh, there is no, uh, silver bullet or, or, uh, hard and fast rules, uh, yeah. which is actually the, the question that I set nose up to answer. Uh, and that's right. That that's good. There isn't a hard and fast rule, but I do think that there's, uh, circumstances or, or questions that we're more willing to engage in than not. Uh, and so I would say I'm slower to delete. Uh, or I want to find, maybe I would say it this way. I want to find a reason to not delete and have a healthy conversation. And yep. so in that praying process and in that, uh, slow, but quick moving process, uh, wanting, wanting to think about it that way that there could be, how can I make this valuable for everybody who's seeing it? Maybe somebody yes. who agrees with the negative comment, maybe someone who's, uh, adverse to the negative yeah. comment. Yeah. Um, but how can we all grow together? And that's, and I think that's the challenge there. When, when is it a negative comment that is, there's, there are good, healthy debates. Part of social interaction is not agreeing on everything, but having good, healthy, differing conversations and growing together. There's people that disagree about theology. There's people that disagree. And that's not hateful. That's just, I, I have a different opinion and let's have a conversation about it. That's healthy conversation. And I think you've got to pick and choose of where, where is it healthy dialogue and when does it become unhealthy debate uh, or hurtful and hateful? And I think you have to just be de decisive in that because that's not, that's, that's hard to define uh, in this situation. Aaron, as we wrap up this podcast, I want to talk about rating or, or review sites. So Google reviews yeah. and Yelp is something, what do you do when you get a negative review on Google reviews or Yelp? I'm curious your 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 thought on this and if one and all has has had to deal with that at all yeah that's a that's a good question and an important one i think uh where organizations uh particularly nonprofit organizations obviously things like restaurants and people who are predominantly and vitally aware of yelp we might be more tone deaf on review sites like yeah. google my business and yelp like you mentioned than even we are on social media and so again be listening. If you yeah. don't know what Yelp is, or you didn't know that a church, anything outside of a restaurant could be on Yelp, uh, get on there uh, yeah. because you're probably on there. Uh, and Google My Business uh, as well. It's important to be aware of the reviews. Um, and so I think uh, regarding those things, negative comments particularly, uh, I would say taking our previous advice, both for the good and the bad, you need to be commenting. Like you need to be vocal there, responding to the positive comments, being yep. grateful for the positive comments, because then it makes it look less um, defensive when yeah. the only comments you'll pop on there for are the negative ones. Yeah. Because um, it just looks like you're active, uh, which you are uh, if you're on there commenting. So I would say um, respond to both. Yep. Uh, because it makes those more difficult conversations of the people who have negative reactions better. I know I, I look at organizations a certain way when I see review sites, even on Facebook, um, when I see review sites where all they're responding to are the negative comments, um, but they're not engaged in the positive ones. Um, yes. But when an organization is just engaged, period, I think that says something uh, and it makes them more appealing. And so I think those negative conversations go back, uh, go better when you're also having good conversations. Yeah, I totally agree. 
Um, and, I, and, and the other thing that I think is, is helpful for any organization to do, and this is every business does, this is get your staff, get your lead volunteers to yeah. leave reviews on these platforms that uh, the best way for people not to get, you know, because a lot of times you'll just see one or two reviews and pe- people that typically go to a review site are people that are upset by something. So if you had a bad meal, you're like, I'm going to go to Yelp and leave a bad review. Um, where if you had a bad experience and not everyone is going to have a great experience at your church uh, for different reasons. And, um, and so go on there and get people that, you know, love your church to go and leave a review on those review sites so that the majority of those reviews are coming from people that love your church before, before you do anything today, uh, or before most people do anything, the first thing they do is like, if you go to a restaurant, you're going to go check Yelp or you're going to check totally. Google reviews because you Google it and you see, Ooh, that got, that got bad reviews. And Aaron, you and I were just talking about this, about an app we were going to download. You're like, Ooh, that got bad reviews. I don't know if I want to download this or if I buy something on Amazon, I'm checking the reviews. And then I'm finding out because if the reviews are bad, I don't even want to read about the product. I don't even want to read about the restaurant uh, because it's already, I've, I've heard from others that it's not good enough. So the process of somebody coming to your church is likely checking reviews, looking at your site, signing up for probably a plan of visit, you know, uh, to your church, then attending. Um, And and so there is a process there. And if that front point is a negative point that they see that they they're likely to just then go somewhere else, look somewhere else, do something else. So prioritize those reviews that goes a long way. And if somebody leaves a bad review, you probably need to respond in a way that helps other people understand that you heard them and yes. you're apologetic for their experience or you're, you know, you would love to talk to them privately, you know, like uh, we would love to talk to you about the situation that you did not just ignore them and you don't just hurt people. Yes. Um, and, and so I, I think you do, you do need to prioritize Google reviews and Yelp and there are others out there, but those are the two primary review platforms I think you need to pay attention to and be monitoring on a regular basis. Aaron, any final thoughts around this conversation about responding and handling haters on social media? Yeah, one one more thought that I had just as you were tailing off there on the specifically review site. I think one of the great uh, responses publicly, especially if you can't delete a review, is to give something. And and this is this is what I would say, not like a free meal or a free something or other, but uh, if you don't want to have the conversation right there in public, giving an appropriate email that they can directly or more intimately communicate with you, I think is a big deal because um, it shows anybody looking at that comment that you not only valued the comment, but you care to have it in a more appropriate medium where something actually, where something positive uh, change can actually happen off the back of that. Uh, and so giving something like an email or like a more intimate way to communicate, uh, is a great way to handle those negative reviews without having to, uh, delete the comment or even have the conversation right there in the public square. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Aaron, thanks for your thoughts on that. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope this has been helpful for you, uh, to, to better listen on social media and better respond uh, as you're listening and as you hear those things, because this is this is going to happen to your church if it hasn't already, uh, and it's important for you to be ready. Thanks so much for listening. If you would, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is you're listening, and go to socialmedia.church uh, to see all of our episodes, to get the show notes for this episode, to 
learn more about us and all the things that we're doing to better serve churches and help churches maximize social media for ministry. Thanks so much for listening.